Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. We are about two and a half hours away from a briefing to be hosted by state epidemiologist Dr. Angela Dunn and Governor Gary Herbert. That's today at four o'clock. We'll air it here live on KSL News Radio, certainly. And it's interesting today, as you well know, there recently was that memo released by Dr. Dunn, who makes some very strong recommendations on how she feels. Uh, based on the evidence that she presents that uh, the state should respond to the coronavirus right now in terms of uh, mandates and colored risk uh, assessments and the wearing of masks and it is all based on it is all based on hospital capacity dr dunn indicated that we will be in real trouble if we don't get our uh, daily case rate average down to uh, under 200 well, today the news is that there have been an additional 484 positive cases from yesterday. That's a daily rate increase of 2.6%. In terms of hospitalizations, there have been 30 additional hospitalizations since yesterday. Now a total of 167 positive COVID-19 cases are currently hospitalized. That's a high watermark. Now, the one bright spot in the reporting of today's data is that since yesterday, no Utah has lost their life as a result of this coronavirus. There are many hospitalized, as you heard a moment ago, 167. But yesterday, the total stood at 163, and that total remains unchanged today. So that is a bright spot. I bring that up so that you are up to speed. If you want more details and more numbers on this, uh, I, I sometimes get text messages and different notes saying, hey, Lee, what about uh, like a demographic breakdown? What about male versus female? And how about those who find themselves in the high risk groups? How are we actually faring uh, at a granular level in terms of our impact uh, or the impact you and I are feeling on the coronavirus? Well, th to, to those people, I would say, make your way to the state's website, coronavirus.utah.gov. On there, you will see a case count link. Click on that. From there, you'll see the information I just now shared with you, as well as some historic data, demographics data, uh, a, a wealth of information is available to you uh, there. Much more information than I have time to share with you uh, right now. What I want to talk to you about now, though, does have to do with a state's reaction to the coronavirus. Three states in particular, New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. This morning... Those three governors stood together and made an announcement. Here is uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York making his announcement. 
We also have to make sure the virus doesn't come in on a plane again. Learn that lesson, been there, done that. So we're announcing today uh, a joint travel advisory. People coming in from states that have a high infection rate must quarantine for 14 days. I've told you before that I come from New York. I uh, did some growing up there. I have much family there, my dad, uh, some siblings. In fact, a brand new nephew I haven't yet met. And with the summer coming up, Jessica and I, my beautiful wife, along with baby Piper, we've been planning some summer travel. And New York was likely going to be one of our destinations. In fact, if you're watching the stream right now, uh, the video stream, which you can find at the KSL News Radio app, it's powered by Any Hour Services, and you'll see a video uh, link to the room from uh, where I'm broadcasting right now. And over my, over my right shoulder, there's a map on the wall, uh, and it is my hometown. It's the place where I uh, did some growing up, Mount Morris, New York. And I miss that place. I miss it a great deal. And it uh, recharges my batteries. It makes me feel good. I'm able to uh, stop by my hometown, see some familiar places and people and sites, and uh, come back here to work recharged, ready to, uh, ready to go to battle. Well, it's a little more difficult to pull that off now. And if I were to do so, I'd have to remain in quarantine for 14 days. And in the state of New York, in the state of New York, let's say you are uh, visiting from out of town right now. This was explained this morning by Governor Cuomo of New York. If you visit New York right now and you are driving in a vehicle and you are pulled over and the officer sees that your driver's license is from out of state and it is determined that you are moving about outside of the, uh, or within rather, the time period where you should be quarantining, that you could be, you could be potentially issued a citation. Yeah, they're using the force of law now to compel quarantine. And while it right now is a recommendation, if you are caught violating that recommendation, your quarantine then becomes compulsory. You violate it after that, you'll face a fine of thousands of dollars. That's New York. Same story in Connecticut and New Jersey. The governor of New Jersey, Phil Murphy, had this to say this morning. It's a really smart, common sense step, uh, particularly uh, as we have the, the three states have really broken the back of this virus. Hmm. Hmm. He goes on to discuss the work done in those three states. We have taken our people, the three of us, these three states, through hell and back. And the last thing we need to do right now is to subject uh, our folks to, to another round. Now, the reason why this story has our attention, of course, here in the state of Utah is it's not if you visit one of these three states from anywhere in the nation. No, 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 no. There's a, a truncated list or there's a, there's a shortened list where if certain states outside of these three uh, are demonstrating certain numbers in terms of the coronavirus, it's those people, it's visitors from those states that must be quarantined for 14 days. Here's the governor of Connecticut explaining just why and which states are affected. We um, reluctantly came to the conclusion that this is what we've got to do to make sure that our region stays safe and our state stays, stay safe. 
Now, I don't know what the future holds, but I do believe in the science of all this. I do believe that prudence should rule the day and that that prudence should be accompanied by freedom. Freedom to move around, freedom to make the decisions, freedom to exercise the prudence which will deliver us from this coronavirus storm. That's why I want to be wearing a mask each day, but I don't want to be told to do it. I want to make that decision on my own based on the science presented by the experts. I don't need the government telling me to do it. And I feel all the more strongly about that when I hear of what's going on in these three states, in particular New, New York, that you could be fined for moving about. Anyway, I'm going to get off this little soapbox of mine, take a break right now. When we come back, I want to share with you a story from North Carolina. It is fascinating. It makes history. There is someone likely bound for the United States Congress, the youngest person since the 1700s. Fascinating story. Coming up next on Live Mike, I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.